Welcome back to Netflix and Kill, the podcast dedicated to reviewing and documenting the horror films of Netflix. I'm Kai. I'm Marty. And I'm Hannah. We learned a great many things today. Yeah, like guns can kill ghosts. Yeah, you got a ghost problem? Um, Who are you going to call? Fucking Sarah Winchester, apparently. Well, well, it's not just that. You also have to have the very specific love bullet. That's true. Only true love's bullet can break the curse. This movie turned into a fairy tale real fast. It did. (laughs) And I'm simultaneously here for it, but, like, in, you know, in that way where, like, I don't even know. I'm trying to put my finger on how I felt about this one because it didn't, like, impress me, but it did enough that I was like, oh, okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I guess the thing about it is, like, it's not a good movie, but it's so damn heartfelt, and, like, you can tell the people, like, making it wanted to make a good movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing it's based on is hella interesting, so it's got that going for it. Like, the character of Sarah Winchester and the person Sarah Winchester are very interesting people. And I always, I don't know, when it comes to adaptations of real people's lives on screen... I always kind of give it a side eye a little bit just because I, I don't know quite what my feelings are yet about, like, how the truth is distorted in media and how legacies are changed. Uh, because people can do research and Google this shit on their own. Yeah. I, um, I did do a little bit of preliminary research. I mean, I'm already, like, aware of the Winchester House, but I did a little bit more research before this just because I was curious And, like, there's a lot of things that the movie sort of has right, like, at least as far as we know. Because, obviously, like, there's just not very much known about her because she was a recluse. Like, that picture they show of her at the end is the only picture that exists of her at the Winchester house. Um, That's an amazing photo, though. If she had to only pick one, that's an amazing photo. She's all clad in black, in a carriage, looking over her shoulder, and she's got this smirk, like, I know something. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's great. Girl boss. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost she boss. really was she kinda was the OG girl boss. Um So I guess uh as you can see by the title, we are talking about Winchester, the twenty eighteen film. And um as a little bit of history, I guess, this is based on a a I'll call it a real mythos. Um, yeah. an American legend, so to speak. So the Winchester house is a very, very famous house that is supposedly haunted. Um, Sarah Winchester was the widow of the owner of the company that made the Winchester rifles. And after he died, she was stricken with grief. She lost her daughter soon after that. So, like, she's just lost all her family. And supposedly, she went to go see a medium, and the medium told her... To find peace, she needed to appease the spirits by building a giant mansion and, like, continuously building onto it. Um, And, like, some sources say that the mansion is haunted by the ghosts specifically of people killed by Winchester guns. Um, And again, of course, all of this, the whole story about her going to see a medium, it's like, yeah, it may not be true, but that's the lore. And uh, it's very well known. The house is still up. 
It still exists today. Parts of it were destroyed in an earthquake. Um, but a lot of it still exists and you can go take tours there. And it's just like a very, very architecturally interesting house because she was constantly building on it and like there. changing things. There's like doors that don't go anywhere mm -hmm. and like random skylights. So, so apparently she was obsessed with spider webs. So there's like all these stained glass windows that look like spider webs and she mm -hmm. loves the number 13. So there's like all these motifs of like the number 13 keeps coming up and it's just mm -hmm. like a really interesting place. Like I would love to go there. Whether yeah. or not it's haunted, I would just there's... love to see the architecture. Mm -hmm. There's like a rumor that like not all of the rooms in the house have been explored just because it's so big and so confusing that there are probably like rooms in between rooms that nobody can get to. Yeah. Um, well, especially mm -hmm. like when because parts of the house have been destroyed at one point or like you know, collapsed in an earthquake, then like some mm -hmm. of those rooms might you just might not be able to access cuz yeah. yeah, instead of like trying to open up the door or, you know, trying to open a way into them, they just bricked it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the whole like the the house and like the mythos of the house and everything is really interesting. Um, and like the so like the reason she built like the rooms and everything and started expanding on this is like so the the story is like when her husband died, she started to think that she needed to appease ghosts in the house because they were haunting her and telling her that her business was bad because she was making guns. And, like, that's the premise of this movie. But, like, she started building these rooms basically to, like, offset things because the ghosts were telling her that was, like, the only way to, like, appease them or something. Um, yeah. And I, I think that there's, like, whether or not you believe in ghosts, um, I do think, like, because I was saying, like, you know, this story may not be true. It may not have actually been the reason why she did that. But I think there is a little bit of truth to that. It's just, like, when you're so grief-stricken, you do weird things. Um, and then apparently mm -hmm. she also was just, like, really obsessed with architecture. And she wanted to explore all these weird possibilities. And she's like, you know what? I'm rich, so no one can stop me. Yeah. No, that she is probably the most interesting thing about this movie and the house itself. Because... At the time, you know, women couldn't vote, I don't think. Or if they could, they just started to. And this woman had a huge share of this company. It was yeah, like 1906. So, like, so right women so yeah, women couldn't vote. vote. Yeah. And, yeah, and she ended but up she... inheriting 50% of the company, which is huge. A lot. Yeah. And she created this this legacy that will far outlive her, like regardless of whether you're in it for the spiritual aspect or the architectural aspect this this is a piece of americana that is so fascinating and she she left an impact so yeah go girl yeah um girl power <laughs> the and OG helen mirren plays her in this movie yeah, which helen, is perfect casting helen mirren and her beautiful titties <laughs> Amen. I didn't actually know there was a sketch on SNL where Helen Mirren's titties uh, contain the secret to happiness, which I feel silly for not realizing sooner. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would, like, completely believe that. Yeah. 
Yeah, the whole time we were watching this movie, I was like, I didn't say anything until the very end, but I was like, the whole time I was sitting there, I was thinking about Andy Samberg in a blonde wig going, Helen Merenstettis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, although I will say this movie, we just came off the Underworld series, which gave me the privilege of not having a POV character who has to have everything explained to them. And then we go to this movie where there is this doctor character who is hired to go and evaluate... Um, sarah winchester and make sure she's of sound mind because she doesn't want to make guns anymore she wants to make roller skates i think that's kind of what the movie was implying yeah or not maybe i don't um, know the winchester company did make roller skates but they did it after she had died ah i'm sorry i'm gonna be an info dump because i i literally googled all this like right before the movie <laughs> no i want to know um, please dump away yes. yeah because she was a fascinating person but, yeah, um, the first ten minutes of this movie is, like, just a huge info dump, basically, which is, like, kind of annoying, but I get it, like, you know, you're trying to catch people up on the lore in case they don't watch BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so basically this doctor gets hired because the Winchester company wants to, like, remove her from ownership, so if she can get deemed unfit, then, like, they get to control the company, so they're, like, trying to bribe him. Like, technically, she hires him, but this company swoops in and is like, hey, we'll pay you extra if you, you know, find that she's not mentally sound. And he's, like, broken a drug addict, and so he's like, yeah, sure. Um, and off he goes. Mm-hmm. And then you get some backstory on him, like his wife shot him in the chest and then killed herself with a Winchester rifle, and, like... That's, like, his whole connection to the house or something, and then she, like, I don't know if she, like, knew about that or, like, what really went on, but she's like, you you have a connection to the ghosts in this house because you got shot with a Winchester rifle. Yeah. I think that's why she insisted on him specifically, because she knew of all the doctors he would be able to see the ghosts because he was killed by a Winchester rifle for like three minutes before they brought him back. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's um, um, some complicated the, lore. Yeah. <laughs> because there's also the thing of like, she helps him break his drug ad- addiction. Cause she's like, Oh, you can't see the ghosts until you stop doing drugs. Um, <laughs> okay. Which that whole side plot is just like, I don't know. I just find it funny because I'm like, there's so much going on in this movie already. Like, did we really need an addiction side plot? Like, not only that, but they have the MacGuffin magic bullet thing, which is very dumb. Yeah, I kind of love it because he, he, he kept the bullet that his wife shot him with and had together forever engraved on it. (laughs) It's this man is goth as fuck. It's it's, it's goth, but it's also extremely hetero. <laughs> <laughs> Forget um, wedding rings. Where's my wedding bullet? So, a oh bullet God. for my Valentine, or, uh... God, what's another one that I can... <laughs> There's a My Chemical Romance thing in here somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Bullets for sweet revenge kind of vibes. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um... Anyways, like, so, like, the plot is basically that the Winchester house is being haunted by a Confederate soldier who hates guns because 
um, his brothers got killed in the war or something. I find his motivations very <laughs> askew. Because rather than deal with the political turmoil, or maybe even the moral turmoil that his side was fighting for, um, he chose to blame the inventor of the guns. Yeah, but, but like he like shot uh he like shot up the Winchester rifle place. Yeah, like a store <laughs> that was selling. He's them. like he's like I hate guns, but like. He- he, like, picked up a thing and, like, shot a bunch of people who were selling guns, so, like... <laughs> He's like, I'm so mad that you killed my innocent brothers that I'm gonna take your gun and kill innocent people. There, I did it. We live See, in a society. I would have done the opposite. I would have been, like... I don't know. Not, like, me personally, but, like, if I was writing this, I'd be like, he hates guns so much that he took up the knife and he started <laughs> killing people with that. That would be interesting. For me, I thought, the way you were saying that, I thought he hated guns so much he became the gun. (laughs) And then we just have this gun bopping around the house. (laughs) I'm a gun. Um, The other thing that kept going through my mind is guns don't kill people. Nuh-uh. I kill people with guns. (laughs) (laughs) There is a lot of guns in this movie. There's literally a room that Helen Mirren makes because the whole thing is I is Kyla is this true with the lore in the movie she recreates the rooms where people who have died because of Winchester guns died in so that they can find peace and then she locks them in with 13 nails on the door because I guess that's a holy number um it is a thing only for the movie um, yeah, she was obsessed not... with the number 13 and I think she did actually somehow find records of people who had been killed by Winchester guns but she didn't try I don't to think recreate she was, the rooms. Yeah, I don't think she was specifically trying to recreate the rooms. I think that's, you know, I think she was just trying to create rooms. The The thing is, like, apparently it's supposed to confuse, like, the ghosts and not be able to find, like, very specific rooms in the house because they're so twisted and, like, like everything leads to a different thing. So it gets kind of compu- confusing with the layout is like what like the better. theory is yeah um, but i understand why they would take liberties for the movie and stuff because the whole yeah. thing's supposed to be about like giving peace to the dead and very like sixth sense kind of vibes um yeah a little bit there's even a weird kid live. in it who can see ghosts yeah that's she true. With her niece and her niece's kid, whose father died from alcoholism, it seems, but the kid is fine with it. Yeah, this kid has like no personality. He's just nah. like the generic horror movie kid who he gets is... possessed, and you're supposed to like him because he's a kid and he's cute. No, like no surprise. He's red. He- he's a redhead, and he gets possessed and is creepy. So like. <laughs> Yeah, it's and like they do a this like trope. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's just like one of those tropes. Yeah, like he doesn't even. It's not even sixth sense level of trope. Like at least that one, the kid, like he does stuff. He yeah. sees dead people. This kid, I, will... I don't even think he sees him. He just the dead people just use him. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I will defend sixth sense all day, but I guess that's a d- another episode. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> and I love Sixth Sense. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, um, it's a good movie. 
Well, this one, they also try to do this thing with the mother that I admire them for trying. It does come across as a little half-baked and kind of pointless because it doesn't really amount to anything where he, she's talking with the doctor and she's like, I'm so afraid of the ghosts. And he's like, why? You can just, contr- just stop being afraid. <laughs> you are a strong woman. Go, girl. And then later in the movie when they're surrounded by ghosts in the basement, she goes, I am a strong woman. I am not afraid. And then the ghosts just <laughs> go upstairs anyway and get shot by the doctor. So I don't. Like, I guess, girl power. We girl did Girl power, yeah, I guess. I, again, there was just a lot going on in this movie, and I feel mm-hmm. like they tried to put too many ideas in at once. Like, I admire yeah. what they're going for, but I'm like, that... It's a lot. Yeah, there's, there's nothing I can point at and say that was bad. I don't like that you did that. They, but I think you're right. I think there's just a lot going on, so none of the ideas really come fully formed, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, you do also have to have an amazing suspension of disbelief, Um, because as we've mentioned, they defeat Mr. Confederate Ghost by shooting him with one of the guns, but... And and the the normal bullets... Yeah, it's like normal bullets don't work on him because he's a ghost, but the magic bullet that the Doctor Man has works, because it's the bullet that killed him... I don't understand how that it's the power of true love. Uh, like I don't understand how that works, but they It's well, a bullet I just that has killed someone th- before, so it has the I, power to kill again. Apparently I, he's know. manifesting that ghost killing energy. He just it's the secret. I just can't get over the fact that they defeat the ghost by shooting it. I can truly say, like, we have watched a lot of horror movies. I have never seen that before. I have never no. seen someone shoot a ghost in a horror movie. So I guess Me good neither. for trying and something new. We just new. watched Underworld, for God's sakes. You would think if a movie <laughs> was going to shoot a ghost, it would be Underworld. Yeah. I mean, they had UV ray bullets in that one. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, that's yeah, pretty that cool. Was, that was another thing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kept saying Chekhov's gun room. Cause yes, yeah. What's better than one gun that you know is gonna fire off by the end of the movie? Seventeen guns that are gonna <laughs> fire by the end of the movie. I mean, s- the ghost did possess all of those guns and had them floating and pointing at the Doctor Man at one point. So <laughs> I did like that. I thought that was kind of cool. I like that. It was nice yeah. imagery. Um, also- they really want you to f- kind of feel bad for this ghost, like in the sixth sense where you feel bad for the ghosts. Um, they lost me as soon as uh, he's a Confederate soldier um, yeah. with brothers who died in the war. I'm like, dude, there are too many factors here that remove that I need answers to before I'm I like engage empathetically with this guy. Because right now, um, the only thing that's going through my mind is the Dixie Trash parody of the Dixieland song. Whenever he shows up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, my, when I'm thinking about it, uh, so like, have you seen, um, there's like a video and it's like Confederate soldier haunting or whatever, but it's like, it's like a monologue that this guy does and he's like, he's like, I have learned from my mistakes and I am sorry I was supporting the wrong side. That's, He's like, see, there we go. There we go. I could get behind that, that pathetic ghost. 
Um, I don't, I don't remember who it was. It's the guy that does uh, Dimension Twenty. Um, but like he, he like does a monologue where he's like, "I swore that when <laughs> that I would haunt people until I, <laughs> um, I got revenge or something." And then he, he's like monologuing about like his him haunting and like you know until like. So, like something happens like and then he goes but then i realized that that's not right <laughs> and i'm sorry See, what, what if that was helen mirren's character sarah winchester kind of is a medium to help these spirits like move on like what if that was it? Like, he's like you killed my brothers and she's like well let's sit down and talk about the socioeconomic effects of the civil war and the repercussions that had on the american psyche and the american people <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that would be something i don't know if it there were would a be... lot of ghosts in that house and i do yeah. not think that the confederate one should have been the angriest nah there's probably yeah, some in, someone like, in there who, like, actually deserves to be angry. <laughs> weren't some of them, like, kids or something? Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, like... Yeah, I... Uh, they're like, let's just use the Confederate soldier. He's the evilest one, so you'll, you'll root yeah. for when they shoot him. <laughs> he is a simple villain. You know, I, I, I will admit they got me. They got me. I did, I thought he was a re- regular butler because they pull a whole bait and switch where this this very southern butler showing you around the Winchester Mansion, and you know I was drawn in. I was like, I like your accent, sir. And then boom, he's a ghost, and I was like, ah, oh, you got me. You got me, movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. There were also some very silly jump scares in this movie. Which I appreciated. It's been so long since we saw a movie with a silly jump scare. There was one, I think you guys heard me, where there's a scene where he's looking in the mirror and it keeps, like, tilting to show this chair. And he keeps pushing it back so it faces him. And then it keeps going back to the chair. And then, it like, it went a third time and it was just the fucking empty chair. And I was like, where the hell's the ghost? And yeah, then he and then they, the mirror he, like... back and boom, the ghost is right there. And I was like, huh? And yeah, that was chair. funny. <laughs> Yeah, and then you turn around, the ghost is in the chair, and he's holding a little pitchfork. (laughs) So you get to have your cake and eat it, too, in that scene. It's very Mm -hmm. fun. I think uh, Kyla mentioned while we were watching, the production design of this movie is very good. Like, I honestly, at first I was like, eh, did they actually shoot in the house? And, like, practically probably not, but apparently, Kyla, you said they did? Well, I guess the exteriors were shot at the house. Um, So, like, a little bit was, but they had to build sets for the most part because the house is very cramped, which makes sense. Um, Probably doesn't have great ventilation, and it gets very hot on a film set. Um... But I was they say, the BuzzFeed but, Unsolved video looked really hard to shoot, and they only had yeah. like, one camera. But they were able to replicate some of it, and then some of it, like, they had to kind of make up on their own, because after Sarah Winchester died, all of, like, her niece did inherit all of her stuff, and it was all sold at auction, so, like, and because no photos were taken of the inside of the house, nobody knows what the furniture looked like, and there's, like, not even mm-hmm. a record. And so, um... You know, for furnishing and stuff, they pretty much had to go from scratch. So, like, 
props to the production department, pun intended. Um, <laughs> they did a really good job on I the like production the vibe design. Of the house. Yeah, like yeah, it definitely. Yeah, a good vibe. yeah, definitely like a really solid haunted house. Yeah, I don't remember her name, but like she had like a little like haunted cooking show on Netflix. But she had a YouTube channel where she made a whole gingerbread house based on the Winchester Mansion, and like got to go Ooh. in the house. And, like, yeah. go through, like, the whole plan and everything and then made a huge-ass gingerbread house based on the house. And, I like, I think about that anytime I think about the Winchester Mansion and it, it makes me so happy. It's so, it's so cool. So awesome. Honestly, that is, like, on still on my bucket list. Um, mm-hmm, I same. really want to go to the Winchester house. Like... If anything, like I said, of course for the ghosts, but also just for the architecture. Because, like, apparently there were just a lot of features that were, like, really considered very new and modern at the time. So, like, um, Sarah Winchester had arthritis. And they do talk about this in the movie also. So all the stairs were designed to be, like, really, really tiny. So that she didn't have to, like, climb, you know, like, lift. she couldn't lift her legs that much. Mm -hmm. Um, She had a private shower that had hot water which was like huge for the time like that you know was a very new thing um i don't know just like all sorts of different little features of the house are like really interesting and unique she had like all these stained glass windows specially designed to like reflect light patterns in special ways and then of course like a lot of them were put in rooms that don't even get any sunlight so i'm like what but yeah. it's still kind of it's still kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Christine this... McConnell. Sorry, I just remembered what her name was that made the gingerbread. Yeah, I loved her cooking show. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I love the vibe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I wish I could see the Winchester house because, like you said, it's so small and cramped. But I'm sure the architecture there were just so many things that the film couldn't even capture because they kind of have to create these big effects with. Um, ghosts and stuff but I don't even need that I just kind of wanted to look at how weird and interesting this house was that's really all like those exterior shots were honestly some of my favorite parts of the movie just looking at how big and complicated this house looked from the outside and then how Mm -hmm. intricate things could be on the inside like it's like going into the TARDIS or something yeah yeah big old maze house I love that yeah, and the fact that, like, it started out as an eight-room house, and then they just, like, kept adding on to it. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, apparently at one point it was, like, seven stories, which is crazy Yeah. To me. Oh, my God. Um, And then part of that was destroyed, but, like... Yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, I would feel... Uh, like, no wonder people feel uncomfortable in the house, because there is something really unsettling about being in such a big and confusing space that has, like, no rhyme mm-hmm. or reason to it. Yeah. But there also has to be something so profoundly satisfying of being one of the only people who can, like, understand the house, which is why that photo of uh, Sarah Winchester is so satisfying to me. She just has this look of, like, I solved the house. <laughs> so true. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that it is tragic what happened to her family, and... I don't know if this was her way to cope. It, it it's truly, it's a she's a fascinating person with a fascinating mm-hmm. history, and this film was 
fine in capturing that. Like, I think the interesting parts came through as a film in and of itself. It's okay. Yeah. I do think Helen Mirren did a great job as uh, Sarah Winchester, though. Yeah. She did amazing. I could tell, like, she really wanted to be in this movie and, you know, she seemed to be putting in effort, which... I think that's really cool because this is like not the kind of movie I would imagine her being in, but I'm really yeah. glad she got to do that and like kind of play a different role. Yeah. yeah. I would say the acting from the doctor character was like less good, but like not yeah. bad either. But I'm like mm, a little corny. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I... this was the dad from the new Pet Cemetery. It was. Was it? <laughs> yes. So. Hmm. That might explain it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so weird think... if yeah. as an actor you're constantly trying to find your type and what if eventually your type is just horror man you're the man <laughs> yeah. in the horror movie I Congratulations. mean yeah, it's worked, it's worked I mean, for some people so yeah I mean I feel like if that's what you want to do you do you I just feel like the the characters that they put him as don't really fit his acting style um, yeah. Well, it's also hard to say because, like, almost everything about the Pet Cemetery movie was really bad. Yeah. So, like, I don't blame yeah. any of the actors in that because that was way beyond yeah, no, their control. The, the, um, the choices that they made in changing the plot twists of that film were not great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you want to hear that, um, the best part we did a about bonus episode about it on our Patreon. <laughs> so go check that out. Best part about Pet Cemetery was the cat, and there were four. Like true. John Lithgow. Well, John Lithgow did a very good job too, but I think the cat was the best part. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it was. <laughs> you know what? This movie needed a cat. This movie. Oh yeah. What about a this ghost movie? cat? Ghost, ghost cat, cat that got shot by the Winchester gun. What if that's oh just the film? There's no ghosts. There's no Confederate soldiers. There's just like someone's cat like a neighborhood child's cat wandered into the house and they need to find it oh <laughs> and it gets God. stuck in the walls no which no. can <laughs> which can be really scary my my aunt's cat got stuck in like this little <laughs> hole in the attic recently and we spent forever trying to coax it out oh and you God. could like hear the cat moving around in the walls and it's really uh. creepy and I'm just thinking really about, did, like... We did get the cat out. Um, that's good. That cat would get lost so quick because nobody would know how to get into the other rooms. Uh, well, that's, the cat that's knows why, all the one, things I would that be, we can never see. I would be so cruel and so kind. Because, one, of course I would let the cat live by the end. Goddamn. I'm not a monster. Of course. But also, the I feel like the ang- this is terrible. In movies, the anxiety over... A cat being found in this large house gives me more anxiety than this little boy who keeps getting possessed. I feel Honestly, terrible. same. Same. And maybe it's just because we've seen it so many times. You know? Yeah. yeah. Little boy gets possessed, we're like, he's fine. Yeah. Cat gets possessed, it's like, no! That's my baby! Yeah. <laughs> right. The kids usually turn out fine. We never know about the animals. It's a hit or miss. Yep. Which is why a movie that understands 
the importance and weight an animal holds. Because I hate when they, like, kill the dog to raise the stakes. I'm like, no, no, no. This should be the the climax of the film. I want mm-hmm. this movie tied to this dog. Yeah. <laughs> also, I don't know. Like you said, just imagining a cat wandering peacefully around those halls, just it, it just settles me. I like it. Yeah. It seems right. It's like in Coraline when the cat would disappear behind random objects and then reappear later in in a different place. Yeah. Like, that's like that's just how cats should be. <laughs> I wonder and like this uh, I it's ironic cuz in the beginning I was saying it's complicated cuz it's wrapped up in real events. How much this this legacy would be different if they kind of wrapped it up more in like a Neil Gaiman-esque style of like how things aren't quite what they seem rather than just ghosts. Yeah. 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 Well, I feel like I've said all we need to say. I know this might be a yeah. short one, but I would what like else a film can you say? That's also from her perspective, like from the beginning. Like, I want to see the process yeah. of her deciding to build mm-hmm. this house from her yeah. perspective. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Like, honestly, just like a historical like, uh, a biopic about her would be really interesting. Yeah. That would be because her life is already like so weird that Mm -hmm. like you don't really need to add all these subplots about Civil War ghosts. Yeah, yeah, or this random doctor guy. Yeah, we just have random events happening, and then her deciding when and where to build a new room because of said event. You know, because a lot of that, like something would happen, and then like she would just decide, I need to build a room right now. And, like, that's interesting enough, I feel. Um, Yeah. Part of me feels like it might have been just, like, a creative outlet for her. And I think that would be really cool. Honestly, I feel like it probably was. But, yeah, I think all this other stuff distracts from it. Because, like, you just, it's right there, buddy. You don't need to mess with perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Just give Helen Mirren a full-ass movie. Yeah. It's like sometimes. Full-ass Life is stranger than fiction. <laughs> yep. Uh, do we have any other last thoughts? Helen Mirren's titties. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I could think about. It's not a bad thing to think about. Oh, excuse no. me, I've kind of had a cold this week, so if I sound a little more sexy than I normally do, that's why. <laughs> um, oh, I thought it was because we were talking about Helen Mirren's titties. Helen but you know, Mirren's titties. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so that's my god. closing out. Honestly, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have to say that again at the end because I got to yeah. do Patreon stuff first. So, um, uh, if you would like to hear more from Netflix and Kill. Come follow us on Twitter at Netflix underscore in underscore kill. We also have a Patreon where you can access cool rewards like bonus episodes and getting shout outs. Speaking of which, special shout out to Jenna and Miyoko. You two rock. And we are super thankful to you. Heck yeah. We also have stickers. Oh, that's our other thing. We have an Etsy store up now with stickers of the Netflix and Kill logo. We will be posting a link to that on our Twitter. So if you want to support us and show off Marty's awesome design, then I highly recommend it. Yeah. Go buy them. Show your love. Thank you so much for joining us on this wonderful journey. 
Hannah, take it away. May your Helen Mirren's titties be plentiful. (laughs) (laughs) It's the laugh that gets me.